Would you like to hear an interesting fact? Fat or fact? Fact. Oh, you went like fat. No, I was like, what? Fact. <laughs> so you um, you know that um song by Eric Prids that is um, call on me. Hit me, hit me with a lyric. Hit me with a lyric. Call on me. That's not the fucking title. <laughs> That's literally what's really only stated in that song. It's like call, it's... like uh, call on me here. I will play it. Yeah, just play. It sounds familiar. Like I can kind of place the name, but I can't think of it. Call on me. Like when you're not strong. No. And I'll be your friend. That one? Call on me, Eric Prids. It's the sexiest YouTube video. It's the sexiest um music video of 2004. Or the of all time. The sexiest music video of 2004. Of, actually, oh, an Old Spice commercial. That makes sense. Of all time, honestly. Okay, you ready? The sexiest YouTube, uh, music video of all time. I already hate it. <laughs> yes, I've heard this. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's EDM, isn't it? Technically, like like old yeah. e like old EDM. Yeah. Um. Honestly, if you want to go into it, it's French house. Woman's ass is just out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, interesting part about inter interesting fact about that song. Uh huh. Um, it was stolen by Eric Prids by another artist. Wait, wait, so Eric stole it from someone else. Eric stole it from somebody else, remixed it, and released it. The person who was stolen from Eric Prids, I believe, was called Stardust, which is a very um, is another EDM um, French house guy who was known for stealing things. Uh huh. So this "Call on Me" thing was not even an original song when it first came out for, for French House. It was part of, of a DJ tour. But then he brought it to From America. Daft Punk. Hey, peeps. First ever post-edit correction. It was not Daft Punk. It was actually the band Together, which was made up by one half of Daft Punk being Thomas and the other person being DJ Falcon. Just had to make that correction before I was crucified. Really? Yes. So he kind of stole it from Daft Punk? It was stolen from Daft Punk. You know what? It does sound quite Daft Punk-ish when you think about it. Yes. Yeah, but it was it, Daft Punk never released it because in their mind it wasn't a song. But it then, was, when, but then it he, was a DJ. He, tour. he didn't. They didn't do anything about it when they when he released it as his song. Eric Prids has such regret about having that song released. That what did he do it maliciously? I don't. I don't think it was like malicious. he was like I've stolen this song because I want to profit, or he's just like oh they don't care, so I'm just gonna use it. Something more like that, but and then it, it blew the fuck up, and he's like, "Oh man, am I a bad person?" Yes.
already. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's recording. Hey, um. Oh. I may have said something wrong in what is probably that intro of ours. I'm not sure if this is actually being replayed right after. Call me. Call me. Oh God. Um, so it was not Daft Punk. It was only one half of da- Daft Punk, and another half was DJ Falcon, which is a really big part of Daft Punk because he was introduced Thomas Bangla- Bangalter to the other person i forget who's in daft punk if y'all are really confused about what's (laughs) about what we're talking about we have decided not to include the cold open we recorded separately by accident oh (laughs) so we'll no we'll see what happens either you're gonna know what the fuck we're talking about or just be really really confused yeah in other news hi welcome back to lorecast eternals my name is mitchell and my name is jacob not philip who is not here yeah yeah, this is the uh, the first episode, like, face-to-face uh, without Phil. Yeah. If we're, like, super boring and unfunny, then you know who the soul of the group was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so alone! <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, in this episode, we'll be talking about Godric. Um, Angry Dwarf Man. And Felix, because if you have not read the title of this episode, actually what's going to be going on this episode, this is going to be a part of a one-part, two-part series, because it's a two-part series, um, and we'll be going talking about Godric and his, the old world, because um really big part about Godric and the Age of Sigmar is that he is the only living mortal, quote, mortal, mortal um, slash demigod, slash god, god, slash doom slayer <laughs> that that is from the old world and he hasn't ascended a godhood there is nothing there i'm, I'm he's pretty not sure immortal. he's considered a, at least a demigod but no you're right he's not like a god god yeah um and a major part of his story really takes place in the old world yeah his motivations are very much still from the old world like he like you don't necessarily need to know about what happened to Fe- to Gotrick in fan in the old world in, in fantasy to be able to read his books and shit and know about what's going on in AOS. But we just kind of felt that not only would it help if you knew about the shit that he did in fantasy before we start talking about the things that he did in AOS, it's also that the dumb shit they did in fantasy is actually just really cool. Yeah. Also, everything that he does in AOS kind of pivots off of Old World. There's 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 lot there's lots of parallels, lots of parallels. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna be go we're gonna be going over his um fantasy life. Um, we're not gonna go like super super in depth because you know fantasy doesn't exist anymore, so it's not super important. But we're definitely gonna go over like the really important. Uh, actually, cliff fantasy notes. is still alive. It's alive in the heart of Gotrick Gerson. Fair. <laughs> As I was saying, yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna be hitting the really big important parts uh, of Gotrick and 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 Felix because he's gonna be a part of this. Um, this beautiful fa- manly fantasy life. So like, kind of like. Where they got started, a couple of their really important adventures, and their inevitable end because dun dun dun, dun end, end times. times. Yep. Yeah. Um. Before we do that, I'm gonna go grab my booze that I forgot to grab. So, uh, oh, pass the mic back to you, oh, Mitchell. Oh no, oh, oh, no! I'm gonna pause this. Okay, okay we're pausing it. Uh, All right, we're back. Sorry, I had to grab my booze. A lambic. Is it an apple lambic? A uh, peach. Ooh, nice. Do you want some? No. He's delicious. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to go over fantasy, I'm in Forgotrick, and then in part two, we'll be going over, um, AOS. 
Um, I don't think before we get started, do we have any announcements? So I believe we have um, in total, including me, you, and Philip, nine people going to LVO. Yes, I, I believe, including me, Mitchell, Phil, and my girlfriend Jessica. There is nine people because I think Eminent Hydra, Big Boy Tim, Johnny Johnny Doe, and Big 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 Mac. I think I think I think Big Mac's still on the fence. I think, but yeah, those are like the tentative five. Um, so on that, as we draw closer to LVO, just so y'all know, we're probably gonna create a secondary channel for LVO and it's just going to be people like swapping information that we're going to need so we know like what the fuck we all look like so we know how to find each other oh my gosh people are actually going to know what we look like right but that that's like that's probably that's going to come later but just Don't so y'all know we're probably going to do that I'm the hot one yeah that <laughs> <laughs> I say that in a very seductive tone as well <laughs> Uh, you can't see it, but he also licked his lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, real quick, close the door just a little bit so I can see the screen a little better. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, we got a trap cat in here. Cool. Dope. So, so, um, getting started, do you want the manling or the dwarf for the origin? Um, I think I will take the dwarf and promptly fail at it. Well, if you fail, I'll back you up. Actually, do I want the manling or the dwarf? Decisions, decisions. Uh, Don't worry, Mitchell. If you need help. Manling? Dwarf. If you need help, call on me. Flip the credit card. I guess the manling. I guess the manling. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll do Gotrick. Okay. I guess it means I have to go first because, like, yeah. It it's Gotrick and Felix, not yeah. Felix and Gotrick. Um, so uh, Gotrick, is it, I forget. I always want to say it's Gunderson, but it's Gunterson, I believe. Gurrenson. Gurrenson? Gur- I believe it's Gurrenson. Gurrenson. Um, Gotrick. I'm going to assume the majority of people are going to know who he is, but on the off chance you don't, Godric is widely considered to be the best or worst slayer, depending on how you define that occupation, of the old world. And a, a brief, really brief history on what slayers are in Warhammer Fantasy, uh, the dwarf, if, if, if a member of the dwarven race had done something extremely shameful, like uh, was a kinslayer or... Um, didn't finish his beer. Didn't finish his beer. <laughs> Uh, or, like, stole from his family and, like, caused their, like, whole house to fall. Or just did something really, like, not just broke a law, but, like, did something horrible. They would take what is called the Slayer's Oath. And the Slayer's Oath was made after Grimnir because, um... Grimnir went through this whole entire process of, like, um... I am going to, there, there is chaos over there. It was the first... if I do not take care of that, this world is gonna end. So he... Yeah. Put his hair on a mohawk, grabbed two axes, and made an oath that he's going to go off and die a glorious death. And he went into the chaos wastes and realm that direction, the north. He really. went. He went north. He went north um, to fight the White Walkers. To fight the White. Uh, winter is coming. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. Anyhow, um, but yeah. So since Grimnir was the first Slayer that created the Slayer's Oath, which is basically the Slayer's yeah. Oath is to um, that you vow to fight great enemies until you die a heroic death. Yeah. And that's how they pay penance for their crime is by... By the way, I don't think Grimnir during that period of time was actually considered a god, was he? He was just a legendary I dwarf. I don't know. Like, they kind of make it seem like there were only three dwarfs being Grimnir, Grungi, and Vallea. Vallea. 
They also make it seem like they were gods. They also make it seem like they weren't gods. I don't really fucking know. I'm just going to say that God or not, Grimnir, Grungi, and Valeria were alive during the very first demonic incursion of the old world, and they were extremely powerful, God or not. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Um, But yeah, so when you take the Slayer's Oath, the dwarves will, will they'll, they'll shave off all of their hair, except they strip in the middle. To remnant. To remnant. To, 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 to copy Grimnir. When it, and basically, they make, they make a mohawk. They never really say how big or small the mohawk is, but they make a, a mohawk, and that's like. And I think they, if, if their facial hair isn't orange, they'll dye it orange to look like Grimnir's, because Grimnir's, yeah. yeah, facial hair. Would my guess, my guess would be that because like every single Slayer is somehow orange. Yeah, somehow. <clears throat> and I think they also, um, like they 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 tattoo runes and shit on their body, and things like that. But at its core, the Slayer's oath is basically an oath of penitence. And how you get your penitences by dying. Yep. And so that's what Godric is looking for, is to die. And so... Yeah, he ha- sucks at that. He's just too... Yeah, so that's why he's too good to die, which makes him either the best or the worst slayer in existence. But how did he... How did he get to that point? So when... I'm about to sneeze. Or I'm not going to sneeze. I'm going to be in misery. Oh, I hate that feeling. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Okay. No, I'm good. Oh, misery. Anywho, so um, when Gotrick was younger, he was actually an engineer, ironically. He act- he wasn't even, like, a warrior or anything. He was an engineer. Yeah. He, um, he, like, knows how to fly a gyrocopter and shit like that. And he was recruited. I would love in the Age of Sigmar if he could sit there and be like, ooh. I'm gonna go fly that and just like flies a gyrocopter. Dude, into he the can sunset. he can he can airdrop himself behind enemy lines. <laughs> 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 and suddenly a wild Gotrick appears. Um, so Gotrick was an engineer, and he got uh, I I forget if he like was volunteered or voluntold to go on an expedition, um, to the Chaos Wastes to either reclaim or to plunder an ancient dwarven hold called Carrick Doom or Carrick Durn, I think. Dune. Dune was like Carrick Dune. D-U-N, I believe. Yeah. Ma- uh, nope, it's Doom. It's D-U-M. D-U-M. Yeah. So Carrick Doom. And Carog. Carog Doom. And he was with him. He he was there to keep the steam wagons, like, Because he was fixed. an engineer. Engineer, yeah. So he was there to make sure the steam wagons were functional. And with him was his, one of his best friends, uh, Snorri Nosebiter, I think. Was one of his was uh was with him, yep. As well as the leader, whose name I can't remember because I don't think it's important. Yeah, all we need to know is um Snorri actually has a will play a really big important part. Snorri comes back like much later. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, so they go into the chaos wastes in more of a fantasy. And for those who don't know, chaos waste it's just the the farther north you go, the eviler the world gets. Um. It's where the Northmen live. Yeah. First, you have the um, Beastmen and the. Um, I'm forgetting the Northmen's name, and I am having a stroke. What is what is their name? Um, I thought it was just Northmen. Norska. Nor. Oh, okay, Norskins. Yeah. The Norskins. And where the Norskins live, and then it passes that even farther north is the Chaos Wastes. <clears throat> um, but, and if you always pay attention, if you ever play like Total War or anything. The chaos invasion always came from the north. Yes, it's only ever the north. Now there, there is a north in the new world back with like the dark elves were, but I'm not sure how like lore accurate that is. But as far as like there is a new north. Yeah, and and if if we if we're going by total war uh, up by um where like the dark elves spawn, 
yeah, when the Chaos Way Invasion comes, it comes there, too. I found yeah. this out the hard way. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I remember that. And not, like, over here, but it's, like, right here. Like, it's yeah, I was, them and then, the, yeah. I was playing um the... <clears throat> Tomb Kings. The Tomb Kings. Yeah. yeah. And I was like... I had basically just finished... I had finished a 138-long turn a war against the fucking Dark Elves. Finally eradicated them, and I was, like, building up my cities. Then, pff, like, six Chaos Armies, and I was like, God, are you there? <laughs> In fact, no. No, he wasn't. But my twenty stack you shopped, he was. <clears throat> Anywho, <laughs> um, so being in the north inherently means you're dealing with chaos energy. So steam wagons were breaking down. People were dying. The dwarves were dying from starvation, dehydration, insanity, mutation. Because they, were... they the 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 land itself was going against them yeah because like, like i said being in the north is just chaos like it, it, everything's chaos infused the norskins are chaos worshippers so like just being in the north inherently means you're dealing with chaos is not good place to be no <laughs> so finally um if i remember correctly either the last wagon either just breaks down no no i i actually think they were attacked by beastmen i think they were attacked by a large yep. herd of beastmen and it destroyed the last steam wagon and the last three people who were alive that that hadn't died or deserted were Godric, snorri and um the leader of the expedition which once again i can't remember not his important name. not important <clears throat> so they're like guess we're going to go back home because like everything sucks but then a gigantic storm kicked up and Gotrick, um took refuge in a cave because the the storm was was really windy and low visibility, and they had lost track of each other. He had gotten set. He had gotten separated from the other two. So Gotrick, um goes into a cave to um, try to get some safety, some some respite. Re respite. Didn't he just keep on like crawling down because he he needed to find a way? Yeah, well, also, he was, like, being he was being attacked by beastmen and shit again. Like, shit wasn't good. So he goes to this cave, and he keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Until he happens upon... And I don't think they really say if this was actually a part of Carrick Doom and he had happened to find it, or if it was just, like, a random-ass cave. But he happened upon the corpse of an ancient dwarf prince who was surrounded by the dead bodies. I would of, say very convenient. Very convenient, but it's old, it's old fantasy lore, like, yeah. to a certain extent. <clears throat> you know, not the best writing. But it, the body was surrounded by the corpses, the old corpses of beastmen and demon skeletons. So I guess demons lose skeletons when they die. I am always going to question Sus. that. Once again, old writing. Yeah. <laughs> so he so he picks up this axe to fight off the beastmen. Little did he know that at the time the axe was called the axe of rune masters but i this think is, it was um, one would say a fated encounter oh yes fated encounter indeed because while like in fantasy i think it's called the axe of rune masters it's also very 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 heavily hinted slash implied that it's also one of the axes that grimnir wielded when he made his first trip up to the chaos wastes whether that's true or not, it doesn't really matter. What's important is that the axe he finds is an extremely powerful magic weapon. Like, on on par with Grudgebearer, which is the axe that Thorgrim wields, which he, Thorgrim is the High King of the Dwarves, and I think Grudgebearer is, like, de facto one of the axes that Grimnir wielded. Yeah. So. I mean, Grudge. Very, very strong uh, axe he found, and he uh, used it to fucking myrtleize all of the beastmen that were coming after him. So and this he, is a man that could not, well, dwarf that could not be stopped. 
Yeah, and that, so he so Gotrick starts trekking back down to his home because like the expedition is a, is a failure, obviously. As as he treks back home, the more he uses the axe, he feels like the stronger he gets. They never really they don't say for a while whether or not it's because the axe is super magical or not, but it's kind of implied. But basically, the more he uses the axe, the stronger he gets. Until I like to imagine he's like a super saiyan. Kind of, honestly. <laughs> Ripping Zenkai's constantly. Oh, uh, give me your energy. <laughs> the axe just... <laughs> sucking the axe dry. Uh, eventually, he does get back home, though. But when he gets back home, he is greeted to a um, ruin. Well, I like to imagine it to the akin to the opening of Demon Slayer. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He gets back. Everybody his, dead. His, All the back. loved ones are dead. Yeah, his wife and his child are dead. His town's a ruin. He, like, basically falls to his knees and grieves for God knows how long. But then, then eventually. Went, then goes and trains in the mountains for, like. Not two, yet. Okay. Not yet, actually. The training montage doesn't happen yet. We're close, though. Uh, no, he actually goes. He beseeches the um, dwarven lord or the dwarven king of the area. I don't know if it's like a lord or a king of the area, but. I think. The, it, a what, higher authority. He goes to a higher authority. Yes. And. I think it's a dwarven lord. Who this dwarven lord is is of no importance. Um, Point being is that because in the few few sentences you will figure it out. So this is actually really important because we don't act because this is what caused Godric to take his oath, and we don't actually find out why he took his oath until like I think Kinslayer, which is the second to last of the fantasy books involving Godric and Felix. <clears throat> Because mm-hmm. he gets asked by Felix in one of the early, early, early books, and Gotrick's like, "Man, if you weren't my friend and young and stupid, I would fucking kill you for asking me why I'm at, why I took the Slayer's oath." So he, it was always very ambiguous as to why he took the oath. But I'm, but you find it in Kinslayers. Basically, he went to the Dwarven Lord to kind of beseech uh, beseech him to help avenge his family, but also to kind of be like, "How the fuck could you not be prepared?" for whatever the fuck destroyed the village. I think he I think it was goblins. But like how the fuck could you not be ready? Like how could you let this happen? You need to help me avenge them. And the dwarven lord refused and Gotrick more or less flew into a blood rage and killed the bodyguards and the lord slash king. So he became a kinslayer. And that is what caused him to take the slayer's oath. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's correct. If any of if any of the fantasy, you know, nerds, anyone, nerds um, know that's incorrect, let me know. But I'm almost positive that's why. Um, and so then, for an unknown amount of time, I don't really know how much time passes before he meets Felix. He just basically becomes a slayer and he like goes becomes a mercenary and just walks around and fucking murder shit, waiting to die a glorious death. Yep. But the reason why he is a slayer is because he is a kinslayer. He killed those dwarves, the dwarven lord and the bodyguards. And a little more light will get shed on that later once we talk about another character, also in the Snorri, but um, that'll come up in a little bit. Um, so throughout his travels, Godric ended up in Altdorf X amount of years later, which is where he meets Felix, hey. also known as the Manling. Known as the Manling, and honestly, the actual true hero, the entire Godric and Felix story. Dude, story. Felix gets laid. <laughs> oh, God. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> um, so, how do I start off with Felix? Felix is, he was a noble, right? Mm-hmm. A noble mm-hmm. son? 
I don't think he was like a noble noble. I think he was just born to a very wealthy merchant house. Okay. It's kind of like you're a commoner, but you're so wealthy and so prominent. You're basically, you're basically a minor noble or you're basically a noble without actually being a noble. Yeah. uh, Either way, he was in a very high class school and he was getting, he got an argument with another, I think was a noble son um, about something in regards to evil violence, violence and like the inherent good of violence. If, Right No, basically Felix was, if I remember correctly, Felix was basically, he had taken a non-violent stance towards a specific um, group. I think it was a revolutionary group or something like that, Mm -hmm. but he'd taken a stance of non-violence and there was another student that very much wanted violence. Felix is an activist. Um, No, a hundred percent. Yeah. And the guy challenged to a duel. And Felix ended up accidentally killing this other guy. For being a pacifist, Felix sure is good at murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, bye. Bye, Hephaestus. Um, and so he kind of, after that, he just like, first of all, humans, kinslaying, still very much of a thing. You're kind of become disgraced. Yeah, he um, got kicked out of the, I, I I forget how he dodged being arrested, but he did. But he uh, definitely no, got kicked no, out. He, of the- no, he ran away. He got like. The news of that, so he he just ran away. He disgraced disgraced his family, and just kind of went and tried his best to go live his life somewhere. And I think he ended up in Altdorf, and there was a riot going on because these these are riots that he were he was instigating. He was they were the instigation of the tax window tax riots, um, because. Carl Franz, although like my, my boy, my boy Carl Franz, boy. I'm I'm just gonna blame this to weird old writing and dumb shit. Um made the tax value of your house based on the number of windows that there was. Which, when you really think about it back in the day, if you had a whole lot of windows, I feel like your house was a lot larger, meaning oh that... Oh, God, Mitchell's about to go on this fucking weird house planning bullshit. We're going to be no, here forever. Yeah, so... Also, Did you just agree with me? Yeah. Uh, God. Um, so he instigated the, like pretty much this, right? Because he was like the leader. He was an activist. Um, and there was this whole terror thing coming down. It was Reichsgar charging a group of civilians that were in the riot because oh, it was the emperor himself too. Yeah. And right before the Reichsguard and the emperor just plowed through these people, Gotrick just grabbed them and went, Yoink! Hey buddy, I like you. I don't know why. Did they even give it a good explanation of why? No, they just kind of say Gotrick saved his life for whatever reason. Gotrick saved his life. Yeah. So they went on a run. Um, ended up in a bar and Gotrick was telling all these stories of his travels and while Felix was drunk, um, made a blood oath to follow Gotrick to his end and write about his travels and like his doom. Are you okay there? Are you just, could you stop? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. He made a blood oath to be his chronic, his chronicler. Remembrancer essentially. For yeah. those who are savvy with Horus Heresy lore. Or, if you're savvy with AOS lore in general, it's Storysmith. No, we're not doing AOS shit. This is obviously a 40k podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, drunken Promises later. Um, Jumps out of a window. Yeah. <laughs> and runs towards the forest of the south, right? Did they run south? Um, the direction doesn't matter. They moved. They, they just ran. They ran like, into a forest. Yeah. Felix was a wanted man for being the instigator of the window tax riots. And Gotrick was wanted because in the process of saving Felix's life, he killed a couple of Reichsguard. Yeah. I like how they just casually dropped that he killed some of the most elite cavalrymen of the emperor. 
Just yeah. by the way. <laughs> well, not they didn't kill the emperor. Yeah, that would have been a little lore breaking. <laughs> yeah. How did Carl Franz die? An angry midget. <laughs> How did he come back? How is he the Celestine Prime? Is he really the Celestine Prime? Oh, I've come, to, I've come to the conclusion that Felix is actually the Celestine Prime. Because <laughs> Felix is way cooler. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't go that far. I'm about to have a fucking problem, son. <laughs> <laughs> we about to have a problem. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, and, and and that's that's how um the two met. Yeah, that's how their adventures start. Pretty much. The, that that's kind of their origin story. Real quick, um, I thought that um Felix already lived in Altdorf at the university. I thought he went. Was it the university at Altdorf? I thought it was. You know, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, the blood oath in the city of Altdorf. Yeah, no. I don't think that's important at the moment. Cool. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, so a lot of their adventures are basically like, like what, what their books go over, and some of them are important. Some of them, I mean, they're all important, but to varying degrees. I think the first like really true important adventure they had was when they were going to Carrick Eight Peaks, because they had an adventure almost directly after leaving Altdorf, which was them basically destroying a Slaneshi cult in the middle of the Reichswald, which is the spooky-ass Empire Forest on basically Warhammer Halloween where evil shit happens, and they stop a Slaneshi cult and saved a baby, and shit happened. Um, but yeah. I, Felix's faith to Gotrick really got tested on their journey to Karakate Peaks, because before they get to Eight Peaks, they had to go through the Border, the, uh, border Prince's territory. And when they were there... They ended up joining a caravan that was going to a location that was kind of akin to, like, it was kind of next to Carrick. It was it was close. They were going to a location that was close enough to Eight Peaks that um, they decided to tag along. For those who don't know what Carrick Eight Peaks is, it was a um, abandoned dwarf. It was dwarven city. It was, it was the mightiest dwarven hold. They never say if it was the mightiest. They said that it, its glory and its splendor, depending on who you talk to, could have surpassed Carrick as a Carrick, which in Carrick as a Carrick was the like capital of dwarvendom, basically. Yeah, Carrick Eight Peaks in fantasy is really big. If you play Total War, it's really big contention against. Um, dwarves, Skaven, and goblins, goblins, or, or greenskins, basically. Yeah, yeah. But they were going to Carrick Eight Peaks to go get some lost treasure to go to go get some booty, so to speak. Um, Felix got booty. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> cool, because Gotrick's like, if I go there and die, it's a win, and then if I go there and get all this money, it's a win. <laughs> so like, yep. fuck it. Um, but they end up getting paid to be guards on this caravan. Another big reason why Felix wanted to be on this caravan was because in they, wait a minute didn't they go didn't they show up to a town I uh, yeah no, I'm 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 talking about that like right now actually okay the reason why they wanted to go to that caravan was because they had stopped at a bar in the Border Prince's territory because um Godric had to do some business and wanted first of all beer beer probably yeah beer um and he leaves and then Felix ends up getting in a fight with three people who were harassing a girl named Kristen I think. Yeah. They never really make it seem if they were trying to do, like, some fucked up shit to her or if they were just harassing her or what was going on. But he got in a fight with them and they were going to, like, they were they were on the verge of fucking him up pretty bad before Gotrick stepped in and, you know, Gotrick did Gotrick things. I, I don't I, think Kristen comes um, 
into the story just yet. Well, so he he protected the girl, and that was why he wanted to go onto that caravan. So she was in the story, but not very much. She wasn't near as important. I don't yet. think we're at the caravan yet. I'm pretty sure after the so um, there was the inn, and I believe there was the talk. There was talk of like there were some mishaps were happening, and the fact that. The inn's son went missing no, the night. No, that, that was the Reichwald. That, 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 that was the Halloween thing I was talking about. When they're oh. destroying us in that she cult. Yeah. Okay, so you skipped that. I skimmed over because, like, it was, it's not a super important um, adventure. Like, the cliff notes are basically they, an innkeeper's son was starting a Slaneshi cult and was with his wife or fiance and was trying to sacrifice a baby and they found him and stopped him and dropped the baby off. And they're like, wow, this is super fucked up. And they left. Yeah, did that have any like? What was the biggest effect on their whole entire like story together through that story? I think it was just more like Felix was just like that was very much Felix's first like real initiation into like what and traveling with Gotrick was gonna and be like. And I think it like set in stone the idea of like this is an adventure. Yeah, like, like Felix did that. And he was like, yeah, I'm I'm here. This is what I'm yeah. doing now. Okay. Um, but beyond that, nothing else really happened. Okay, now we're going back to the Kristen thing. And yeah, so yeah, so this just to make very clear, this is like technically the second big adventure they go on, which is their um, sojourn to Carrigate Peaks. So where was I? Yes, he protected a girl from a gang of people being assholes, and then she was going on this caravan. He felt responsible for her protection at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, so they joined the caravan because the caravan also happened to be going towards a location that was close to Caregate Peaks, and they were paying him. And Gotrich's like, "I got gold." So, um, on their way to, gold. <laughs> um, on their way to Caregate Peaks, um, they get beset. Can you turn off your phone? It is off. Oh, wait a minute, is that my... No, because I don't have Discord on my computer. No, mine's on silent. It's just being aggressively, like, vibrating. I've heard the dis... I don't know what's going on. Okay, continue. We're just... We're dying. We're dying. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. Um, They get attacked by some goblins. And some stuff. Nothing that's too crazy. But during this journey, um, Felix starts having affection for Kristen. I, I think her name's Kristen. I might be wrong. But he starts ha getting feelings. Hang on. I got to I got to really call out Johnny Doe here. Oh god. Johnny Doe, I'm I'm saying call on me and you should know this from the very beginning of like how are you not here for the recording of this? Okay? <laughs> it's not take on me from 1985. It's call on me from 2004. <laughs> Oh my god. Which is actually another comes from a different song. How the Valerie. fuck did we circle back to this? <laughs> Continue. Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um <clears throat> Felix had started to get affection for Kristen. Nothing like I love her and anything crazy, but he can definitely that he likes Kristen and something might become of that. I don't know if they bone or not, but I think it's implied. I don't know if he has major kill. Fair. He got mad head. He got mad head. No, that was the Skaven shit that happens later. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that happens later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah, Felix has to deal with Skaven in the middle of getting some. Uh, anywho. Um, so the first, like, really big, like, what the fuck moment is um, when they're on this caravan and they've been traveling for a little bit and Felix goes to sleep 
and he wakes up and he, while he's sleeping. He's it's like he, an extreme nightmare. Isn't he has it? nightmares of like the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Of the dead rising. And he's like, well, that he wakes up. He's like, well, that was whack. And then he looks outside like the dead are here. And they're like, uh, what? And they have to fight some skelly boys and some shenanigans happen. And after they fight off after I, I, I want to say they fight off realistically after Godric one V ones an entire undead horde. <laughs> yeah. Um, Godric looks at like the runes and shit that were uh, that were um on um like the, the graves and shit where the dead were resurrected and, and he realized like that. that that it was made by somebody from inside the caravan. yeah he was like oh shit this is like someone from inside the caravan he actually grinned here. with it didn't he yeah, like, yeah cause oh, he, he was he like, like a chance to murder oh my god yes oh man am I gonna sneeze again pineapple Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> damn it it didn't work. <laughs> The Jesus, the Jesus Christ God! I never laughed and sneezed at the same time. That was fucking miserable. Pineapple, Jesus Christ, for the love of the Lord. Oh God. Anywho, um, fuck, where was I? Oh yeah, Gotrick realized that the undead army bullshit was because someone from inside the caravan was doing head ass shit and he was all happy because like a chance to murder yay um what yeah. was this oh is, is this the encounter where um was it the wolf riders came yes like well, the wolf riders have been harassing him but the big one hasn't happened quite yet but basically like after all these fights um the baron the the baron the, the there's a baron that was leading leading the um caravan um his soldiers were uh not good <laughs> not everyone has plot armor like Felix and Godric so they're like yeah. we need to like stop at a town to like maybe get some more men rest our wounded things like that but n- all the towns they passed no one would accept the um the caravan because they, weren't they all very scared that they're about to be invaded? They, yeah, they, they figured, didn't want that. They figured they're gonna let these guys in. They're gonna like take the town over. Yeah. So they all turn them away. But one of the, I think the town they went to, the town chief was like, "Here, if you go to like this area, there's over, land that you can claim. There's land you can claim. Yeah. Because I, 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 for the fucking life of me, I can't remember what the point of this caravan was, but I think it was just to like go set up shop somewhere, essentially. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, there's this land, like, and they were like. <clears throat> Follow the river. Yeah, they're like here between the path. Get get to this area by following this river, and there's unclaimed land. But don't go over the hills to get there, because if you do, you're gonna fucking die. And the Baron's like, I'm going to immediately do the thing he told me not to, because I feel following his advice will lead us to get attacked by goblin wolf riders. Yeah, yeah, he was scared that there, or there would just be wolves by the. Yeah, for whatever reason, he thought that following the river to the area where he was going. Where the, 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 the village she had told him to go, like, there would be shenanigans there. So, the whole entire process, and this is over probably a few weeks or something. A and, month or something like that, yeah. Um, and Felix really got feelings. He caught feelings for Crifton. <laughs> caught them feelings. And, yeah. So, at this point, he's pretty sure that he's, like, in love with this chick. Um, so, they, they end up crossing over the hills, and they come upon this abandoned fort. So, they take up shop in the fort and um it was at this point that Gotrick's like yeah like they're set up we're close enough to Carrick Eight Peaks let's go ahead and leave but Felix like we said had realized that he loved this girl he wanted to marry her so he he approaches Gotrick and he's like not having a good time because he's like sworn this blood oath to him he's like he's listen like, please, please 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 
can I just stay here? Please. I really like this person. Please, please. And every and every single word he's saying, it's pretty much like the word. Like it's so wrenching of him because he's like, I made this oath to you that I would do this, but my love for this person is so strong. The entire time, Felix I am willing like, to break Batman. that oath. <laughs> but like in the middle of talking about this oath, they're like, Oh, we're being attacked. Yeah, no. <laughs> like Felix is pouring his heart to Godric. Like, thank you so much for saving my life. You're like the best man I know. But like, can you please release me from this oath because I want to marry this woman and settle down and da da da. da. And then it's just like, oh look, a gigantic fucking army of goblins. <laughs> and Felix goes rushes to go take care of, of Kristen. Yeah. So like, like they 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 get attacked and Felix is like, oh shit. So he goes down to protect the love of his life, the woman he's gonna marry. And he he walks into the fort. And, and there, um, there are two dead women on the floor. Yeah, she's Could you dead. you take a guess who yeah. they were? Yeah. <laughs> one is one that we don't know. One is the one that we do know. Kristen's dead. Uh, well, she was dying. Basically, like, like her last words were like words of longing. And like I'm assuming it was like, oh, I love you or things like that. So there's no goblins in the, in the fort, fort yet. yet. So like obviously, basically Felix kind of puts puts two and two together and realized that whoever like raised the dead killed the and it was love like of my he's life. like aha this is my plan the entire time yeah Ba-ba. no he like he like i forget if how he finds the guy the, the the dudes in the fort and it turns out it was a like the nephew of the uncle or the, the nephew of the baron yeah. i think it was it was a nobleman he was the nephew of the baron and it turns out he was like actually a servant of chaos oh, or something manfred yeah his name was manfred because like major kill said every dick is named manfred <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think he was the nephew of the Baron who was, who uh-huh. was the owner of the caravan. He was like, oh yeah, I'm actually like a servant of chaos. Ha ha. And like my whole point in living is to kill off this family name that I don't remember because I don't really give a fuck. And he's like, ha ha, that's my plan. And Felix is like, I'm going to murder you now. And they start fighting. And it turns out that like Felix at this point has gotten really good at sword fighting, but not good enough. No, he started losing <laughs> I forget what happens, how he manages to kill the nobleman. But something happens that enables him to murder the nobleman. But the point being is, like, something kind of, like, he got lucky. Like, he he was he was losing the fight, but he got lucky. So he kills the dude and, like, basically feels nothing. And he's like, yep, yeah, well, I'm going to go outside and die now because, like, I've avenged the love of my life and I am, de- I am dead inside and I am a shell of a man. So I'm going to go get murdered by greenskins. Bye. And he walks out of the fort to just see piles and piles of dead greenskins. And there's Godric missing an eye. He's like, I killed all of the greenskins. And uh, Felix is like, oh, well, I had accepted my death, but okay. Thanks. Thanks. So... By the, the way, um, he died because he got Manfred got overconfident. And oh, Felix yeah. And stepped on his foot and he's like, ha ha, step. Yeah, that... that that's what happened is he got overconfident and Felix used it against him. Cool. Um, so the next day, like the, the survivors of the caravan, they fuck off back to those towns that wouldn't way, accept them. That this entire encounter kind of just, cause that wrecked Felix. Oh no. That, that, Felix, Felix is, is like dead that, inside. Yeah. He was devoid of emotion. Yeah. Like, like he was like, there was nothing left. Like he was like, yeah. I know like it's, because we're, we're 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 glossing, we're not going super in depth. It's, we can't really kind of convey the emotion, but Felix like loved this chick. Um, 
So just like how your girlfriend really loved horror door. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> She's going to listen to this and then I'm going to get the shit be out of me all over again. <laughs> Hi Jess. Uh, <laughs> watching Game of Thrones was a mistake. <laughs> um, so the survivors of the caravan the next day after the greenskin raid, they, the, the villagers that wouldn't take them initially then took them in because like there was like six of them. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, well, and, you can't really do anything now. Yeah. And Godric, well, little did they know that they're like, Godric completely killed all these greenskins. So, so Felix is like, all right, Godric, I'm going to leave now to go kill myself. I guess I am a shell of a man. So like Felix, because Felix asked Godric to relieve him of his blood oath, he's like, I guess I'm just going to leave and like be miserable for the rest of my life. But then Godric's like, hey, so you know how we were going to Carrot Peaks to like kill a chaos troll and steal its money? That troll's still there. And Felix, completely dead inside, is like, yeah, I guess I can kill trolls. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has nothing else to do. Like, his fucking, like, as far as he's concerned, like, his life is over. If, if I like, die, I die. It's if okay. I fucking die, I die. Like, fuck it. Let's go kill some trolls. Let's go kill a troll. And, um, they continue their journey to Carrot Peaks. And I know, like, that almost sounds like an adventure in and of itself, but the whole point was to get to Carrot Peaks, which they eventually do. Um,. And then they get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they were accompanied by three guys. One was a Bretonian. I, that's all I really remember. Yeah. Whenever they get, like, close to Carrot Peaks, they they see there's, like, an Imperial. An the one's a Bretonian, one's a mage, and one is not important. A, a knight. A knight. One, one's an Imperial knight. Yeah, they find, like, this group of Imperial soldiers getting wrecked by orcs, and they save three people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they go inside of what is, I believe, can we just skip over all the way and get into them fighting in carrot eight peaks? Cause they're fighting a troll. Yeah. The only thing important is that basically the knight is trying to find a relic in carrot eight peaks of his order. He's an Imperial knight. They get to carrot eight peaks and Prince Belagar there. People don't know Prince Belagar. He is the last of the Royal line of Dwarven Kings that ruled carrot eight peaks. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about him. Because he has no bearing past this, but since he is, he gave the, him permission. He's to the enter. technical owner of the keep. Because the whole point about Belgar, he's always trying to retake Carrot Peaks. So Belgar was like, "Yeah, sure, you can go in there. Fuck it," because he's hoping that they'll kill enemies in there for him. So whatever yeah. he goes, it'll be easier. And they go into Carrot Peaks, and so it's Felix Gotrick, a Imperial, Bretonian, a guide, an Imperial knight, and an Imperial wizard. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing to say, um. For about the, those three, but they're just... They're weak. They're NPCs, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, for, for the majority of these conflicts, like, I know we're talking about Felix a lot because, like, to a certain extent, Godric is a murder machine. Felix you know, is the humanity of the group. That's a big. That's a big part of the of their duo. Is that Godric? He is the hammer. He is the warrior. He 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 is the the weapon. He is the adventure. While Felix is there to, it's Felix is there to write the story. So that's he's the human. He's the one that is having all this emotion. He's and he, ha- it's his adventure with God. He's the voice of reason. He's the logical one to stem Godric's um, anger and whatnot. So yeah, like, um, and the reason why we're talking about Felix so much is like, there is a reason and it goes into AOS. AOS yeah. Yes. Um, but just the backdrop for the majority of these fights is basically Felix, uh, shitting himself and expecting to die every single fucking time. <laughs> yes. 
uh, for the for like the first like half of all their journeys, Felix is like, "Today's the day." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're already forty three minutes into this. <laughs> um, so they go into Caregate Peaks, and there was some weird shenanigans of like a belt. One of Prince Belgar's rune masters was like, "When you go to the treasure, there's gonna be like dwarven ghosts and." other bullshit that by the way this is the only time Gotrick is truly scared he yes he was he hates the idea of seeing his ancestors for some reason yeah so basically like they're, which like, is super ironic in age of Sigma. one right <laughs> one of the room masters is like yeah there's like dwarven shenanigans and Gotrick is like i do not vibe but they end up they end up going into caragate peaks anyway and if, sure as shit they meet a dwarven ghost who is like who appears in all of its greenish spooky glory and is like asking Godric to help him with something. But like Godric is so fucking terrified that he's just like frozen and doesn't say anything. Cause Godric's like, Oh no, my ancestors, please don't judge me or cash shame on me because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so since he doesn't reply, the dwarf just kind of like the dwarven ghost kind of like just disappears. Yeah, bye. And, um, so, so, so Godric and company, delve deep into character eight peaks and they get to the vault where the treasure is and lo and behold there's a fucking gigantic chaos troll guarding it and it has like two gigantic arm it has one like weird can- this is where felix gets his sword right yes this this is why this is important as well besides yeah. the whole like Kristen thing and Gotrick like basically becoming a shell of a man <laughs> uh, this is where he gets his sword um so this chaos troll is big and spooky has like a little mini me growing out of its shoulder with a weird like crab pincer arm and all kinds of crazy shit yeah and while trolls self-regenerate this one like self-regenerates like stupidly fast yeah um nothing nothing was hurting it they cut off the, the face the, the, the little baby face on her shoulder they got her cuts and, it and off it, and it just kept on attacking um felix felix would hit it with the sword and it would just regenerate and um it wasn't until the mage hit it with a fireball that it exploded like it, it died it died but before that what how did the um imperial knight die oh yeah so like they 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 get to the vault and there's this tr- there's this um sword sticking out of the pile and what makes this sword special is it's a sword that's meant to kill dragons so it gives you like protection from dragon breath and it also like instills in you a sense of courage and vigor when you're fighting big spooky enemies and some other kind of magical bullshit <clears throat> but mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a fucking magical sword. Not as strong as Grimnir's axe, but still very potent. Yeah. So the knight goes and he's like, oh yeah, I got my sword. Fuck yeah. And doesn't see the gigantic chaos troll behind him. That was the sword him. he was looking for? The relic yes, he was Yes, that for? was the sword he was looking okay. for. But he's all like, oh yeah, praise Sigmar. I found my sword. And like somehow doesn't see a gigantic fucking chaos troll behind him. Just decapitates him. Just keep, and the, just and bitch the Bretonian, um found <laughs> his courage somehow and ran up to the troll. And the troll just went. Like, yeah. fly swatted him into the wall where he became bloody. <laughs> he splatted. Yeah, the Bretonian guy, like, starts shanking the shit, out of the, the shit out of the troll, and the troll just go boop, and just kills him. And the fire mage, his death, um, he was, the troll actually... The fire mage was the only smart one. <laughs> he was the one that's actually found, um, found the, knew the weakness, and was starting to hit the face of the troll with fire to try to stop the troll, but the troll got in, like, Grabbed him by his, like, arm and the whatnot? Little, the little pincer arm he had. Oh, and then shot a ball of fire into his face, and when that happened, the tr- troll actually clinched and just killed the fire mage. Yeah, I'm assuming it cut him in half. Yeah. And this entire time, Gotrick's fighting the troll and not doing 
fuck all. But Felix noticed, because hey, Felix isn't fighting the Hulk. He's like, oh yeah, we're going to fucking die now. But he notices that like when the fire mage hit the little cutoff piece with fire, it finally died. It burned into it ashes. It burned it. And then when the fire mage was like hitting the troll with fire, it was hurting it like like permanently. So God, so Felix like, hey, Godric, don't die for a second. And Godric's like, I got you, fam. And he whips out some oil he had in his pack and just makes, Molotov. makes Molotov cocktails and yeets it at the fucking... Uh, no, no. It, uh, wait, wait, wait. He actually doesn't know. He, he just throws oil on the troll. And then he throws his lantern at the troll. Oh. And then sets it on fire. And then fucking promptly kills it, like, immediately. Nice. So, the troll dies. Him and Gotchik are fucking exhausted. Their three buddies are dead. Uh, but Felix has his... He, he took the sword now. And they don't really say anything. I'm going to assume they took some money. It wouldn't make sense if yeah. they didn't. But that's not the point. The next point, thing, point the, being is... The next big point was... Oh, I hope nobody heard that. My bad. Um, wasn't there like a horde of goblins that came right after that? No, yeah. So like they kill this chaos troll and Felix takes his sword and there have been some goblins that have been tracking them. They're like, ooh, okay, the like, troll is gone. Ever can- since they first rescued the Bretonian guide and the, the knight and the wizard, um, there's goblins that have been stalking them. I don't know how the fuck they got past Belagar, but whatever. Um... You know what? Old writing. Old writing. Yeah. <laughs> Old writing. But it, it was this massive army of goblins that were coming. I'm assuming not just to kill them, but also to steal all of the gold and shit because, like, the troll was dead now. So Felix and Godric are like, well, guess we're going to die. They literally accept their own fucking mortality because they're like, we're going to die. Then, like, Return of the King happened. Hundred percent. No, 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 no. Was it Return of the King? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. And, like, the mountains of, the mountains of, um, the, the, no, it's not mountains. The men of, um, Dunharo. I think the mountain was called Dunharo. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, like the men who betrayed the Gondor. Ozzy, tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, I think it was the men of Dunharo that Aragorn goes to get help whenever they go enlist their aid to help him whenever um, uh, Minas Tirith, I think is the name of the capital city of Gondor. Mm-hmm. Gets, I don't know. Don't gets, ask me. Gets under siege, but that's basically what fucking happens because that dwarf that had come back that, that had asked. Um, Gotrick for help. What he asked was apparently like, "Hey, kill this fucking chaos troll, or or clear the area, or something along those lines." Killing the troll made the ghost happy. So basically, a gigantic army of undead dwarven ghosts came and fucking murdered all the goblins. Yep. And then the Plot ghost armor. And yeah, they were they they have also accepted their fate with that, and they were like, were they were like, guess we're not to gonna die. die. Brb, shitting myself. And, um, but yeah, and so the dude was like, you've done us a great favor. Me and my ancestors will never forget it. And then they fuck off. And then they're getting ready to leave. And like, Felix is trying to like take the bodies with them. And Gotra's like, nah, they're like in the halls of the mighty. Their bodies are safe and they're fine. So they end up fucking off after that. Um, and dark forest. Yeah. They, they basically, after that, they end up kind of going back towards the empire because like they broke and they deal with beastmen in a forest near yeah. there is like a logging town where they save a little girl called Cat and they end up um, I read that and I had flashbacks and PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I just read to Kate Cat and I was like PTSD. Oh. <laughs> um yeah, they 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 save a town from a big ass beastman army. Um on their way to the empire and they save a little girl called cat who may or may not have been 
being hunted by her mom, who was also a chaos worshiper. There's this whole thing about like this war this woman warrior in like pitch black armor who was trying to kill the little girl cat, but also like Felix recognized that like they had like the same like jawline and they kinda looked alike, and I'm like, is that her mom or something? I don't know. Um sister? I um like I said, I, I haven't read all of the Felix and Gotrick books and the ones that I have have it's been a long time. Ah, so I can't yeah. quite remember. Point being is they do that. And yep. they, they say they save they save a little girl and it was super neat. Actually the girl actually killed the Chaos Worshiper. Yeah, no, the Chaos Worshiper was like basically get her, was strangling Felix and about to murder him and the girl like stabbed through her armor somehow. Oh, uh, I'm this going to is, assume this, magic sword. This is also like my favorite little thing from the quote. Um, it's like, goodbye, she said tearfully. I will always remember you. And Gotrick responds softly. You do that, little one. I think he called his daughter little one. I think that's kind of like the throwback is the reminder yeah. of his kid or something like that. Um, And they end up in Nolan after that. Yep. They go back to the Empire because they're broke as fuck. And they end up um, becoming sewer sewer jacks, jacks, which basically like yeah, go in the sewers and like kill mutants and beasts and shit because apparently all of the enemies of humanity like to live in shit tunnels. <laughs> hey, New York. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because they end up fighting Skaven, and I'm pretty sure rats in New York are about are about as big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how they find Skaven in. The tunnels of Nuln, which Nuln is the capital of Weisland, and Weisland is an electric count province of the Empire. And a bunch of shenanigans happen in there that don't really matter. The only real important thing that happens is Felix is approached by his brother, who says, "Like, yo, we'll forgive you. He, you'll have your crimes forbidden if you return to your family." Mm-hmm. But. It never does. At this point, Felix, he he, he loves adventuring. He, he does want to settle down, but he also loves adventuring, and he's very stricken. But then the whole, like, oh, yeah, there's Skaven, and, like, one of, like, like the magister of this town, who's also the leader of the secret police in Nuln, I think, is also, like, making shady deals with the Skaven. It's only me who can know, who knows and this. And no one will believe me if I tell them, but I have to do something, so he sneaks into the house of the dude, ends up killing him, burning his house down, and a bunch of other bullshit that makes him and Gotrick look super fucking sketch, which ends up with them being kicked out of the sewer jacks. So then they go, then they go on their bounce and they become bouncers. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's a dude who was a friend of Gotrick's during his, um, by the way, mercenary days. Yeah. This is like the two things I didn't read or the pearls. Like no, they're, good. Adventure and they're honest to scared. God. Like they're cool stories. They're not super important. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting ready to wrap them up. Okay, but, like, the entire series, before, like, the end times, there was a really big thing about the whole entire Godric and Felix series, and that is, it's the sense of sense of adventure that can happen in the Warhammer Yeah, fantasy. that was the really important thing about Godric and Felix. It's, like, not, Total War Fantasy, there's the big wars, and the fight between good and evil, and the chaos gods, and how grimdark it is, and yada, yada, yada. The, what made the stories for Godric and Felix so important is they were... They were the D&D of, uh, uh, of fantasy. Yeah. They were the adventure. They were just the dudes going off and doing dumb shit. Yeah. Like, obviously, their stories are still a little more somber than most adventure stories. Because, because the it's entire, still fantasy. It's still well, Warhammer fantasy. Also, the entire purpose of this entire series is Godric is supposed to die. Yeah. 
and Felix is supposed to write about it. Yeah. So it's, it, it's a little more somber, but yeah, it's it's one of the few books, if not the only books, where you just truly get that sense of adventure of a fantasy world and not Warhammer being miserable to live in. The two of them together being bros. Being the best of bros. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Gotrick and Felix become bounced at a bar. And the Skaven are pissy at Felix for foiling their plot, and they send Eshin assassins after Felix, and he has to kill them in the middle of making sweet, sweet love Uh-oh. to someone. <laughs> oh, oh, that's where that was. Yeah, I, that's no, the reason why I couldn't find. <laughs> there was this chick who was basically about to get gang raped by a bunch of nobles, and um, Felix saves her. And then later that night, she like <laughs> this literally comes to his room to like fuck him because in like. To, to fuck him for uh, saving her life, which I feel like if a woman was about to get raped, she probably wouldn't immediately want to jump into the choice and consent, okay? <laughs> consent matters. Very much so. Point being is, while they're doing naughty things, gigantic rats burst into his plane. He's like, oh shit! catch a break no he really fucking can't (laughs) love his life dead getting laid not anymore not anymore (laughs) were you in the middle of were you middle of being naughty fuck that shit (laughs) rats um and then like they they set he sets his room on fire to like save himself from the skaven and like he tells the chick to get out and gotrick and all the other bouncers show up and they murder all the Skaven. Oh, and then because they killed the Skaven out in the middle of the fucking tavern, like the, the whole Skaven bullshit kind of gets revealed. Yeah. Also, this, during this period of time, um, the important thing about that sword that he got from that troll was that it made him pretty much immortal. Yes. It, it he it like it de-aged him. He actually got younger. Yeah. No. So like, yeah, Gotrick and Felix are like, they're, they're either immortal or they're so close that they can live for so long that they might as well be immortal. I forget if it was Teclis or some other wizard basically just saw that because the, the, their two magical weapons are so powerful that it's based, they're basically like it, those, the power of those weapons are actually like being infused into their bodies and making them something more than just regular warriors. Yeah. And like Gotrick realized that like he sees his brother after like years, after like 10 years of traveling with um Gotrick and his brother is like 70 fucking so, years no, old um, or so something. So it's Felix traveling with Gotrick. He said Gotrick traveling with Gotrick. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yes, Felix traveling with Gotrick. But Felix goes to his brother and his brother like 70 and Felix looks younger than he did when he first left with Gotrick. Yeah. And he was a university student when that happened. So he was, like, maybe not even 20 or, or early 20s. Yeah. So, like, yeah, not only is he immortal and his wounds heal, it to a certain extent, like, de-ages him. He's become a master swordsman. And he's a fucking ridiculously good swordsman, really good really good writer. Because he, he, he traveled with Godric. I should have named this Felix and the Adventure with Godric. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, well, because Godric and Felix travel together for... 20 years i think yeah there is no gotrick without felix and no felix without gotrick yeah so i'm not gonna go over the rest of their adventures because like i said this is more of cliff notes and now we got to go into the actual end times depressy really 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 sad yeah uh but so gotrick and felix actually do eventually break up um they're they're they are parted from each other for about a year i don't think it's bad i think they just kind of after a while felix is like i want to go like settle down 
he said break up and my 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 mind went to like bring back the backstreet boys for some reason <laughs> why i don't know <laughs> i miss philip <laughs> or like um what was it the backstreet boys or in sync getting back together in sync i think yeah. the, i think the backstreet and uh, you know what fucks me up here's the first tangent it's not the backstreet boys it's i don't even think it's, it's just backstreet boys it's it's just backstreet boy backstreet boy that's it really it's either the backstreet boy or just backstreet boy this, this can't be right i i hope i'm wrong but I, I looked it up recently and i'm pretty sure that's what i saw back street the app no because it says backstreetboys.com Am I wrong? God, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope you're wrong because if it was just Backstreet Boy. Hold on. Let me see. I have to do my own research. I want it that way. Oh, okay. No, that's what fucks me up. It's not the Backstreet Boys. It's just Backstreet Backstreet Boys. Boys. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's That's what fucks me up. Yeah, that that that's what fucks me up really bad. I should really confuse everybody and have Backstreet Boys in the beginning instead of call on me. <laughs> um, God, you know what else fucks me up too? Because now, now, now they're on this tangent. We we got to do it for a little bit. Yeah. Um. That's what it is. No, I was thinking of Backstreet Boys. It's not. Um, it's not Fallout Boys. It's Fallout Boy. That's that, what fucks me up. No, I've always known it was Fallout Boy. I always thought it was Fall. I always, honestly, for a while, I thought it was the Fallout Boys. It's just Fallout Boy. Yeah. Wow, it's not the Backstreet Boys. It's just Backstreet. But fuck it, whatever. Backstreet I'm, Boys. I'm having a fucking stroke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just Fallout Boy. That fucks me up too. It's always been the Fallout Boys. 90s boy bands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the epitome <gasps> of music corporate greed. I think Fallout Boys early 2000s. Fallout Boy, no, that's Foo Fighters. I'm thinking of is um after Nirvana, after Kurt Cobain. Yeah, Fallout Boy was at the same time when Panic at the Disco came out, got really big. But then they also had a revival in like 2014. Yeah, after Kurt Cobain's murder, not suicide. He got suicided. He got suicided by his wife. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I know he killed himself, but like, did he not kill himself? Um, there is a big conspiracy about how his significant other at the time. Um, was was just a really bad person and wanted life insurance money. So she myrtleized him and suicided him. Wow. Yeah, that's dark. Do do do. Fun facts with Mitchell. I'm gonna. Go- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to Warhammer where it's happier, <laughs> where Godric wants to kill himself. <laughs> Fuck. Anywho, good lord. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm depressed now, god damn it. So, anywho, fucking Mitchell. <laughs> fucking. What do you want from call me? On me. <laughs> call on me. Call on me. Um, so, Felix and Godric have been broken up for about a year. A little over a year. And Fe- So, Felix married Cat. I don't know if it's the same Cat who was a little girl who's now older or not. Well, let's... If he's 19, 
or the physical age I, I don't want to go into this i was I'm, like but he's immortal so like i'm not, I'm not gonna have this conversation because it's only gonna go worse <laughs> See, he's immortal it gets weird anyway he marries a woman is felix Kat. a male is felix a male lolly anywho <laughs> um but he, i swear but he's, he's like three thousand years old but he's like not happy no he, like, writes propaganda for Altdorf and, like, basically spends the majority of his time drunk as fuck. And he's just not happy. Um, so he ends up uh, a friend, frenemy, friend, potential love interest, who fucking knows, um, from him and Gotrick's past meets up with him um, to go on an adventure. And Felix is like, fuck yeah, and abandons his family. <laughs> Uh, I think it's just I think it's just his wife. I don't think he has any kids. But he goes on this on this adventure, and this ends up being his last adventure because little lo and behold, this is also the start of end times. Yeah, and this is also the book called Kinslayer. Oh God! So he meets back up with Godric, and in this one, they're dealing with Throg being a bitch. And that's Throg always is. Yep. But Throg's is not a great character, but this book really made Throg a lovable character. Not lovable, but... You feel bad for him a little bit, because he's the only troll that can think and talk. So to a certain extent, you kind of feel empathy for him, but like he's still a piece of shit, so... Yeah. But a big thing about Kinslayer, I think it happens in Kinslayer, because the book after Kinslayer is just called Slayer, and it's the last book of Gotrek and Felix and Fantasy, because the world ends. But... I think in Kinslayer, this is when you find out about Godric's oath and why he's for it. But you also find out what caused him to swear his oath because his old friend Snorri Nosebiter from his origin comes back and he's also a slayer. But Snorri's whole thing is he's like a he's a goofy dude. Like he's a goofy dwarf comic relief, but he's still a very good fighter. Snorri speaks in third person. He speaks in third person. He's a funny dude, very good fighter, but he's like not he, very smart. No, but he's extremely forgetful and he's he's a hardcore drunk. So he forgot why he took his Slayer vow, which is a big thing. If Slayers forget why they take their vow, they can't get into the Hall of their Ancestors, ancestors when they die. But through um, throughout the book, Snorri actually remembers why he took his oath. And the reason why is, so Snorri got back to the village where he was from, him and Gotrick were from, whenever they went on their, fa- their, their doom before expedition. Before Gotrick got back, right? Before Gotrick got back, yes. And Snor- it was Snorri's job to let the village and the king know whenever the goblins were, whenever they're going to get attacked. Because the king, the one, the king or the lord that Gotrick killed, knew they were going to be attacked soon. He was ready. Snorri was on guard duty or something akin to that to let everyone know when the attack was there. But Snorri got stupidly drunk. And just forgot about it. And so no one knew when the attack was coming. Yeah. And then the attack came. And it killed everyone. And, like, Snorri, like, he happened upon Godric's wife and child, but, like, thought they were, like, goblins. Because, like, he was drunk as fuck. And they were so horribly burned that he just, like, didn't really remember it. But he remembers that's why he took his oath. He's like, oh, wow, I'm a piece of garbage. And how he, like, and I keep shaking the table, I'm sorry. He how he like fulfills his oath is he goes to Godric and he's like I killed your wife like he tells him like why like the reason why his wife and child are dead are because of him and then Snorri's like cool I challenge you to a duel so how Snorri is gonna like fulfill his oath and like regain his honor is he's he as a slayer he is going to fight a mighty enemy 
Gothric, the strongest slayer in existence. Yeah. With his full fucking might, he's going to try his best to kill Gothric. He knows he can't. He knows Gothric is better than he is by a times a thousand, and that Gothric is going to kill him. But he's going to try his best, and he will die a glorious death, which is exactly what happens. But died, on the died. flip side, he's also giving Gothric the revenge that he owes so that, desired. He, that he that he owes him because he's the reason why his wife is dead which led to him taking a slayer's oath yep so it's kind of like he, i'm doing this for me but i'm also doing it for Gotrick. and so like he like he it's one of those things where he, he like dies with a smile on his face because he knows like as far as he's yeah. concerned like he he did the right thing and like uh, felix not- felix is like fucking crying he's like no stop fighting you too and like felix super fucking about it and Gotrick like is not doing great either yeah Oh, it's sad. Like they're they were best friends because they're no. beard, they were beardlings. They, they they were friends since they were beardlings, which I think yeah. is the dwarven equivalent of being a child. Yeah. And yeah, and Godric killed him, and it was super sad. And then that would have been Kinslayer, and then the book after that, which is the end time. It, it, this it's, it's like the book of the end times. Like this is the last book in the in the, in the fantasy series for Godric and Felix. I think they actually have to deal with Bellacor. Yeah, no, they are they're fighting. No, yeah, because Bellacor is actually injured and like. Like gets a scar. He's trying to become the fifth chaos god. Yeah, and Godric fucks that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not gonna go super in depth with this one. I'm just gonna say this is where Godric and Felix die because the world ends. But what really happens is at the end of the book, Godric fights an avatar of Grimnir because you find out that when Grimnir took his first Slayer oath and went to the realm of chaos during the first demon inv- invasion. Grimnir just went into the realms of chaos. He actually never died. He never died either. And this is the reason why he was never present. Because I believe Grungi was always present in the Grungi and Valea. Yeah. But Grimnir was like He was gone. Because Grimnir went into the realms of chaos and he's been fighting demons for thousands and thousands just and trying thousands to hold and thousands back. and thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Just trying to hold them back. Getting more powerful every single moment. Yeah, I, I'm um, assuming that's why he is like ascends. To, my assumption is that's why he ascends to godhood is because he's just seeped in the realm of seeped in the magic of the realm of chaos, killing yeah, demons constantly, and you know. Yeah, he he originally was not a god, but legend made him a god. So it's like Sigmar, really, a little bit, yeah. honestly. So Gotrek ends up fighting a avatar of Grimnir because Grimnir is pulling some like shenanigans. So that avatar of Grimnir actually kills Godric. Yeah. It fulfills his oath. He kills Godric. And then promptly resurrects him. And because the cause God cause, cause, I love this idea is like <laughs> you're sentenced to like life in prison, but then you die in prison, then you're revived. It's like I and, served my time. And term. so you go to court going, Hey, I served my time. <laughs> I died. I, I died, technically. I died. Um, so he gets resurrected and empowered by Grimnir's avatar and he gets taken to the realm of chaos. He goes to the realm of chaos and he actually relieves Grimnir of his position. Grimnir's like, cool, you're going to take my place and fight demons forever. And you're, and this is how you fulfill your slayer. That's how you finally die your glorious death. Isn't this where he kind of alludes to this idea that there's other worlds that would inherit yeah, gods? Yeah, Grimnir kind of makes it seem like this world is doomed. Like, we're all, like, chaos is going to blow everything up. And, but there are other worlds that, that will inherit the gods. Like, after this world is destroyed, the do gods you, will go there. Now, this is more of a theory crafting. Do you think Grimnir did this as a backup plan just in case he died? 
I think so. I honest to God think that that he looked at Godric and he was like, that's my successor. Like, if if needs be, like, this is a man, like, this is a dwarf that can be as powerful as me, who has the anger and the skill and the strength to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to put him in the exact same position that I was in, and should I ever fall, or if the dwarves ever need someone like me and I'm not around, he will be there for them. Yeah. I do believe that. Well, that's true that I have no fucking idea, but I do believe that. Yeah. So replaces Grimnir doesn't fu- doesn't save the world. Yeah, from yeah. Grimnir does fuck all. From from what I remember, Grimnir does literally fuck all once he leaves. But I'm also pretty sure because Grimnir was like the world is ending and we can't stop it. I'm pretty sure that was his. Yeah. Um, I that was his um, head cannon. But Gotrick is entering the realms of chaos to replace Grimnir, and he looks at Felix and he's like, "Remember me," and then, um. This is super sad. And then Felix leaves. I, I, I always forget if Felix just leaves or if Felix is like teleported to a different. I think he's teleported. I think I think Gotrick he's or, teleported or to, a... to an, old, an old Slayer temple, I think. Yeah. But so Felix gets teleported there and that's where he dies. Uh, either it's from his wounds he got in the final battle of Slayer or it's from the world ending or it's because the temple crumbled. But all it says is basically like Felix dies writing the last of his story on scrap paper. As the light fades, essentially, and chaos blows the world up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Gotrick kind of finished. Gotrick kind of fulfills his oath, but kind of does it because he dies, but he doesn't. It's like the whole entire life in prison, but you die in prison. Yeah. But, 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 but I I know Gotrick, like, does not like Grimnir. No. At all. Because he feels like Grimnir betrayed him. Yeah. Going into a tad bit of a thing when it comes to Age of Sigmar, Gotrick hates Grimnir with such a burning passion. Is it because God Grimnir revived him or because he left him in the Realm of Chaos? He felt tricked. Like, like you tricked me into staying in the Realm of Chaos? Um, I think this entire idea was he was sent in there to save the world. And he didn't. It, and it didn't. Another, another important thing is while Grimnir or while um, Godric was in the, the Realm of Chaos, he, he died in the realm of chaos multiple times he would just come back to life i think that's what grimnir did is he empowered him to like basically not be able to die it's it's almost a sense of divinity yeah a little bit but so that's what it was grimnir made it seem like you're taking my place so i can go do something to save the world yeah like you're gonna fight the demons and i'm gonna go save the world but the world wasn't because i'm a god and then the world wasn't and gotrick was like you motherfucker and now he is going for the next episode just kind of in a place that that he doesn't even recognize, which Gotrick's yeah. not doing. I will say that Gotrick earned a new, a new according to uh, Realm Slayer. Gotrick earns a new last name that we'll talk about next. But he also gets the name of Nosebiter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But other than that, that's pretty much the end of. That's it. Fantasy. And, and, and this this was a really really basic overview uh i think the adventures of gotrick and felix it was the it's longest 12, it's 12 novels it I was think. the longest running book series in fantasy yeah there's 12 or 13 novels and and it spans from like 1997 all the way to 2015 yeah and from what i've read myself personally and what i've heard about it they're they're just really good books to read yeah um, i would highly suggest them um but yeah, we're not going over all of them because to a certain extent, like we just hit the important parts because like it kind of doesn't matter. All all of the shit they did doesn't matter because the old world got destroyed. 
it matters for the sense of legend. Yeah, but a big thing is like we whenever and we talk why about, Godric acts the way he acts in Age of Sigmar. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The whole like, what's a Durden? I'm a dwarf. I felt so much fucking vindication. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes, yes, they've always been dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the elves. Fuck the Durden. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So part two. We'll be going over Gotrick again. There'll be a lot more Gotrick in the Gotrick episode in part two. Yeah. Not, but not as much Felix. I think the main thing is like to a certain like Gotrick just feels such a sense of loss. And it's hard to understand why he feels that unless you knew some of Felix's story. Yeah. Because so Felix that's was, why it was important. Felix was there for 20 years and was his left-hand man best uh, best best friend like yeah. he, he always called felix manling but he respected felix more than anyone yeah um and it was best his best friend you know and i feel like knowing a little bit about his story is makes it a little easier to comprehend like the sense of loss that gotrick feels and why he does the things that he does in aos um i also feel like to a certain extent gotrick feels like he's lost his um his sense of morality almost because like Felix was the thing that kept him from just being a rage monster all the time. It's not morality. He's lost a sense of purpose. Well, I wouldn't say purpose. His purpose was always to die, but I think Felix was, was what he no longer has that purpose because he's died multiple times now, but this is probably a better argument when we go to the, yeah, no, you're you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. right. But point being, once again, that's why we went over so much Felix into this and not a whole lot of Gotrick is because Felix is just such an important character to Gotrick's story. And it's easier to understand him and AOS by knowing the shit he did with Felix in fantasy. Yeah. And once again, I know like it's in the past, like, like the, like it's about a world that doesn't matter, but if you definitely wanted to start picking up the books for Godric and Felix, I would hardly recommend it. Um, um, I, it's just called the Slayer series. Every single book has Slayer. I think there's, I think there's three om- troll Slayer, troll Slayer, Skaven Slayer. I think there's three or four omnibuses for it. I forget what the, what the first book was called. Um, give me one second to uh, do, 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 do. Call me, find it. Call me. Stop it. <laughs> Good God. What have we become? Call on me, monster. Me. Um, here we go. I, th- the, the first book in the, I'm just going to call it the Slayer series. Like in general is, uh, was I there? Was I there? And I'm just stupid. No, I'm just stupid. Cool. Do 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 do. Um, the first book is Troll Slayer, I think. Yeah, Troll Slayer, Skaven Slayer. Um, Demon Slayer. The, the that's the first omnibus. And then it goes Dragon Slayer, Beast Slayer, Vampire Slayer, Giant Slayer, Orc Slayer, Man Slayer, Elf Slayer, Shaman Slayer, Zombie Slayer. Clearly, we did not cover every one of these books. No. No, we did not. Yeah, there's no way. I wouldn't want to. Like, even if we were, even if we, even, even if this was a fantasy podcast, I wouldn't. Or, like, it would need to be, like, one book per episode. 
Yeah. It would be like it would be like a fifteen. What we did was give the sense of the importance of Felix to Godric. Yeah, and then after I I think the last one of the fourth omnibus is Zombie Slayer, and then after that it is Kinslayer and then Slayer. And Kinslayer and Slayer take place in the end times. Yeah. Um other than that, that's the end of that episode. Yeah, that's it. Uh Man, it feels weird Phil Phil not being here. I know he's like our rant king. A little bit, yeah. We this, didn't. We this went wasn't on one near rant. As, it wasn't near as we ranty. We went on one rant, and it Man, was maybe three. We minutes. stayed on topic. I am so sorry. Gosh, how, this is gonna be what such a boring fuck? episode. We have to start like actually. Uh, I'm gonna start penning in rants into my notes, <laughs> being like, "Oh yeah, talk about this. Talk about this. Talk about this. World War Two tanks. Talk about this. Talk about this. Talk about this. Types of meat. Talk about this. Talk about this. My dog's health. <laughs> I don't have a dog." <laughs> Oh god. Um, I think that's about it. Okay. Um if the first if this episode is a little weird, like I said, this is the first face to face episode without Phil, so the dynamics a little different. Um the episode vibe might be a little different going forward as we me and Mitchell kind of find our footing to just being the two of us. I um, think we did pretty well. No, I think we did yeah. too, but but the vibe's a little different. I don't yeah. think honest to god, I don't think we're as funny. Just because no. it's not it's just because it's not as chaotic. It's not as chaotic, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so if the vibe is a little different, um, for episode to episode, it's just me and Mitchell kind of figuring out the dynamic with just the two of us. Watch the second mean you get comfortable without Philip being here. Then he fucking comes back and fucks it all up again. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> the audacity, the lion, the witch and the audacity of this bitch. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Alrighty. Um, we will see you guys in three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, call me Valerie. I hate you. Valerie! So much! <gasps>